Welcome to the Sparkle Shamelessly with Lainey Love podcast. I'm your transformational host, Lainey Love Dalby, and I'm on a mission to free human spirits to sparkle shamelessly and step into their authentic power, including you, beloved listener. On this podcast, we're gathering fireside from around the globe for monthly interviews, storytelling, spiritual teachings, and sacred practices with style, sass, and the sacred. Come on over to LaineyLoveDalby.com for more spiritual and leadership development resources. And now, on to the show! Hello, beloveds! We're so thrilled to be here with you today. I want to take a moment to invite you to visualize that we're gathering in our sacred circle now. Maybe close your eyes if you're not driving or in a place where that would be dangerous. And just really visualize this sacred circle of beloveds from across the globe coming together for this intimate fireside chat with one of my dear soul sisters, co-creators, collaborators, and co-circle holders for Sovereign Sisters Rising, Vanessa Viglietta. And I just want to invite you to breathe in all of our beloveds that are circling around and nestling up next to the fire and allow yourself to fully arrive here now into this sacred container from wherever you're tuning in to join us. And just taking some deep breaths. Ah. Let's take two more together to come into resonance. Ah. And one more. delicious. So I'm so deeply honored and grateful to have Vanessa beaming into the Soul Sparkle Sanctuary with me today. Vanessa is the founder of the Superwoman Solution, where she supports community leaders as an event doula with back-end coordinating, strategy, and in-person space holding for women's circles, global retreats, events, and programs in order for them to show up and shine fully in their zone of genius. Her goal is to make sure each woman feels supported, loved, and honored along their unique journey with her radical hospitality approach. Vanessa is known for her love, compassion, and unique way to make sure no woman goes unseen. And we've personally been working together for the last three years through our Sovereign Sisters Rising initiation into the Fierce and Sacred Feminine. So I've gotten the deep privilege to intimately witness you in your transformation from corporate executive assistant to powerhouse sovereign solopreneur, helping to coordinate and be an event doula for spiritual retreats all around the globe and so much more. So thank you for being here today, Vanessa. Thank you so much for having me. It's my deep pleasure, deep honor to be here with you today. Yay. So each moon cycle in our Sister Hive Learning and Practice community, where Vanessa is actually the head bee maiden, 
we are deepening into one of the 13 pillars of the sacred art of sparkling shamelessly. And this moon's community pillar is dancing in beauty. And our particular theme is slowing down to feel more. Let me just say that again, nice and slow for you. Slowing down to feel more. Mm, doesn't that just feel good landing in your body? <laughs> so the idea of walking in beauty is a concept that comes from Navajo Native American tradition. And it means to walk in harmony with all living things. And it's really about being in a state of balance and right relationship with the natural world and the great web of all life. And it's really a profound state of awareness where you feel connected to everything around you. And this really influences how you move through your life. And in this case, dance through the world. Because truly all of life is a dance as we practice in Koya movement. And we're really here to enjoy that dance. And in a sense, we're all surrendering to the great mystery and the cosmic dance of life of which we're all a part each day. And on our journey in Sister Hive, we're really becoming one with the cycles and rhythms of life, our bodies, and the earth. We're no longer trying to fight them or bulldoze through any longer. We're really coming back home to ourselves and our original essence. We're returning to our inner sovereign queen. And one of the core ways we can really do this is by slowing down to feel more, as we so often say in Koya movement. So Vanessa, I know that you've had a powerful journey in slowing down to feel more so that you could really step more into your essence as a sovereign sister rising. So I'm really thrilled to have you here today with us to talk about how you sustain your particular powerful leadership in the world, supporting leaders, as well as traveling all over the globe, producing these spiritual retreats, because I know it can be high stress, high intensity, high velocity. And, you know, I know you've shared with me very transparently in the past that you're a recovering workaholic and people pleaser. And I know many of us listening today can relate. So would you mind starting by really sharing a bit about your own revolutionary journey and overcoming this and coming more into your sovereignty? Sure. Yes, my pleasure. Um, yeah, thank you again for having me and thank you for giving me a space to share my story. Um, I guess it all kind of started with a big breakdown in my life, as a lot of transformation can start with. Um, it was 2015 or no, 2013, and I had just gone through a major breakup in my life. I was having all sorts of financial issues. I was, um, you know, trying to transition but not sure where I was going to transition into and um, I was just under a lot of stress and I was depressed and I was working I, I picked up several extra jobs in order just to fill up my time and you know I thought it was the solution because fill up my time distractions do whatever I can to make more money because I'm in this financial hole and, you know, just go, 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 work, 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 problem solve, problem solve, problem solve. And, you know, and just totally going into this place of, I have to do this all by myself. And, you know, even though everything is hard, I just have to trudge through the mud. And um, yeah, I think that that was my perspective for a long time, maybe my whole life, maybe even not in, in, in times of, you know, struggle, like even more 
more so in times of struggle, but just in life in general, it was just go, 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 work, 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 work. And during that period of time, I was just so upset. I was so sad. And, um, I feel as if it was divine intervention, a friend of a friend, just an acquaintance, um, really had reached out to me, called me on the phone, left me a voicemail and said, listen, you know, I know we don't talk very much, but I'm a part of this women's circle and I know you're going through a rough time and I just wanted to extend an invitation to you and see if this is something that might be a benefit to you. And I was like, women's circle, like, what's that? And, you know, I was, I might, might my interest, my curiosity was piqued. And I said, okay, I'll do anything. I'll try anything. And so with that one invitation, with that one conversation, that one thought in, you know, just another woman's mind, you know, a random acquaintance, you know, she thought of me and said, come to this circle. And so with that, you know, I joined my first woman's circle. It was like, exactly. And, you know, with, with joining it, they had actually asked me to make a commitment to come for four weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to join the, join the circle, you have to make a commitment to stay at least four weeks. And I was like, Oh, you know, it was really hard for me at that time. Cause I'm like, I'm working, I'm doing stuff. I'm, you know, what if I don't like it? But I decided to do it. And I showed up and honestly, like the first second I walked in that door, I was like, I belong here. You know, I belong here and there's something, there's something really special here for me. And this is home and this is medicine. And, you know, and I just felt opportunity and also very safe and held and the opportunity to slow down. It was like as if walking into that door and sitting in that circle with the other women who were there was like my whole nervous system just went. (sighs) So that was the beginning. Uh, 2013, uh, my introduction into sacred space, women's circles, connection, and the like. So that was just the beginning, and I can go into more later on, but that's how it all began. Mm, Awesome. Thank you so much. I I know, you know, it's so powerful, those moments when spirit gives us that hunch and pulls us into the next part of our destiny, really, and our life path. And, you know, that that one woman, how beautiful that she reached out to you in that moment and, and reached a hand out, you know, so I feel like as sisters on the path, that's what we do. We hold a hand out so we can help each other rise together. And so just honoring her as well for listening to her intuition to reach out to you which started that domino effect the beauty of that when we listen and when we follow the call I I just thank you for sharing that and you know I know that we share that sitting in sacred circle literally has kept us both alive and transformed our lives and you know I have been so blessed in co-holding sacred circle with you in our sovereign sisters rising initiation to get to see a lot of your transformation and witness it and co-hold space for it and you know I know that it's also allowed you as you said to slow down to feel more would you um would you be willing to share a little bit about what particular aspects of sacred circling really have been the catalyst for that transformation for you what is it about gathering in sacred circle that really just lights you up yeah yeah okay totally it's it's lighting me up just to talk about it (laughs) honestly like really um, very powerful magic in my life. And I would say that 
um, just as I was saying before about like that first second that I walked in and, and sat down in the, in the circle with the other women, um, there was just this element of, um, safety mm-hmm. and, you know, as the, the, like what circling is began to reveal itself to me, but also in learning through the other women and how to create the container. Um, I just, um, that, that metaphor, that, that magical kind of, um, picture in my mind of this container, this safe container where seeds can be planted and can be nourished through our personal connection, through our personal stories, through our intentions, through our prayer, through our, you know, our connection with our, you know, with our soul and with each other's soul. I really, that it made so much sense to me that like things um, can be born from this place, you know, like just this, um, a place of non-judgment, a place of, of connection and also intention. Like I said, they had me made this, make this four week commitment. And so for me, it was like, I had to make room in my schedule for something for me, Mm. not for work, not for anybody else, not for, you know, um, just all of the daily to do's, all the errands, all of the things. It was time for just a space for me, like probably similar to going to the gym or any of those other things that were like far from my, <laughs> far from my view at that time. It was just a place that I could come to, that I committed to being in, and um, you know where where I was brought into presence, right? Mm-hmm. Like like at coming into sacred circle. I think I think that that's the that's the the linchpin for me like it's the um it's coming into presence with other people and time I feel like time expands in that space and you know and it's just very very powerful our emotions have a place to our emotions have a place to exist without judgment to be released to to you know to transmute um so so I think the presence piece is um is the, is the big thing for me within sacred circle, being present for myself and with others and really feeling that because the container is set up to be that way. It's, you know, it's everyone's intention when they come into sacred circle to create the container together. Mm. Mm. Thank you. And isn't that just so profound in our fast paced, disconnected, you know, technology obsessed world that we actually have a moment where the phones are put away, they're mostly turned in off, you know, or onto silence. And we have that opportunity to really be with each other in a real and raw and true and honest and present way. And to show up for each other in our humanity and in our truth and in our vulnerability and in our unique soul sparkle, whatever that may be in the moment, you know, showing up as you are so that you can leave as more of who you are, which is, I know something that we like to say a lot. So thank you for sharing that and just highlighting the aspect of, of how meaningful that has been to you. And, you know, as you've stepped more into your embodied leadership over the years by connecting in with this presence into circles, how has consistent spiritual practice as well on your own, starting to take space in your own personal life, really helped you to sparkle shamelessly even more? And if you'd be willing to, to share some of your specific practices that you use to dance in beauty and really stay focused on the heart of what matters most, instead of going back into those old tendencies of people pleasing and the workaholism. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so 
it's been a process and a journey, of course. Um, you know, it's 2019 now. And so I've been um, consistently uh, since since 2013 um, attending women's circles, um, assisting in women's circles, because that's something that this also led to my 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 deep um my deep connection and my deep like healing that happened within women's circles really sparked a, um, you know, sparked a, uh, creativity in me and like a need and a want and a, like, and, uh, I just like, I have to be of service to people who create these containers. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so just in being in circles, like that was one thing that happened for me. I just, the opportunity came in for me to be of service to do the things that I know how to do best, but for the people who are doing the things that I think are the most important in the world. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that was number one. That was where like, okay, consistency was really key for me to like stay in this space, stay in this space of, you know, once a week or at one point it was twice a week, um, coming into sacred space holding space with other women, allowing, allowing my body and my mind and everything else um, in the world to kind of have a place to come to, to come into presence, mm -hmm. to slow down for all of the other stuff to go away, emails, text, phone, being online, all of the technology. Um, so just doing that consistently uh, was huge, was huge for me in, in, um, in, in my health, in my mental health, in my physical health in my relationships and then of course like at, like I said it, it began it sparked a career for me and a business um like just it just made so much sense for me to where I felt so good in these spaces and I felt so um just connected connected to my higher self connected to others connected to the you know the divine feminine um it, it, it create that consistency created opportunity and creativity and health and healing for me. Mm -hmm. So that was number one. It was like, I was committed to being in women's circles. I was committed to being in women's circles and being of service to people who held these sacred spaces. So that was number one in the consistency. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's huge, 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 huge mm -hmm. thing in my life. And, um, through women's circles and through one of the women who was in my very first circle, she introduced me, one of the women there introduced me to guided meditation. And I had never done any kind of meditation before. Um, I was always like at that old, that old version of me was never really like interested in yoga or anything slow or anything like that. I was, I'm going to run six miles every morning and I'm going to lift, you know, really heavy weights. I was, I was into bodybuilding at one point. So if that gives you an idea <laughs> of where my head was at. Um, so I was introduced into meditation and ever since then, ever since 2013, meditation has been, um, a consistent practice for me. And, um, I would say that it went from, it went from, there's no way I could ever, ever do that. And like, how am I possibly going to sit still and control my thoughts for 20 minutes, a half an hour, an hour. And, and that was my thinking going into it. But I started with one minute. And I said, well, I'm going to try to meditate for one minute every morning. Mm -hmm. And once I was able to do that, I really, I was, I was, I was, and was, and, and like stopping your thoughts. It's just more about like observing them and letting them flow by while you keep coming back to your breath or you keep coming back to your mantra or whatever it is that you do in meditation. Cause there's lots of different kinds. Um, but 
meditation is definitely a consistent practice for me. And I think the third main one in my life is, um, is just getting outside. It's like, it's the first thing. <laughs> and here's my workaholic, um, maybe, uh, calendaring personality coming out, but it's the first thing on my calendar every morning. It says, get outside, drink water. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it says on my calendar 5 30 a.m every day it says get outside so what i what i found was that upon waking i never really felt um completely grounded until i went outside and i took a deep breath mm -hmm. and over time that turned into go outside take a deep breath and stick my bare feet in the grass and there's something that just brings about a sense of aliveness that nothing else really does for me like it's like you know i never really considered myself to be a morning person um so what i find is that i'm not totally engaged until i step outside take a nice deep breath stick my feet in the in the grass and i go ah, like i am here now so that's the that's the feeling that it really gives me so being in circle being in sacred space um, meditation and being outside, being in nature. Those are my, my three top ones. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. And I know we both share the the great love of sacred circling and that it has been a practice that both of us have used to transform our lives and that we truly believe on some deep core level that you know sacred sisterhood and gathering in sacred circles will help heal the world at a deep fundamental level because it creates these points, these acupuncture points of healing on the globe that then ripple out into our families and our communities and to our society and to our countries and you know, really has such a deep and profound effect. So thank you for devoting yourself and committing to show up in that way because I do believe that it also participates in, and you get the personal transformation but there's also social transformation that comes from that too so thank you for your devotion to that as a practice and truly you know truly following that call to show up and also to serve in the way that you do because i know personally for me i wouldn't be able to hold the space that i do without you co-holding space with me in that way and and that's such a part of the feminine rising is that you know we come together to, to help each other rise and hold that space together and just you know the the deep the deep beauty in that the deep deep beauty in that so thank you for that devotion and you know just knowing that in these sacred circles in these spaces that we are seen and that we are known and that we are held and that we are loved and in those spaces we remember we remember who we are. We remember why we're here at this most powerful time in human history. And it's a catalyst for us to step more into our revolution, revolutionary potential and why we're here. And so just, you know, and to be sovereign, you know, it truly is something that allows us to be in our sovereignty. You know, a woman who is whole unto herself. And so with that, I'd love to ask you what it means to you to be a sovereign sister rising. Hmm. Well, I would say that um, before I started doing this work and before I started working more uh, deeply, you know, um, 
with you, I really, to be totally honest, I, it's not something that was on my radar at all. I would, if you asked me this question five years ago, I would have no idea how to answer that. I would have to look up the definition of sovereign. Um, so I think that that's actually part of it is, um, is to be, to be sovereign, I think is to do the work that is required to get to know yourself deeply um, in a way that allows you to show up authentically and with um, conviction and with um, certainty around what it is that, that I as an individual need to exist and show up mm -hmm. and serve and receive and you know, be, be the best you know, version of myself that I can be in the world. And so I, I think with this, with the idea of sovereignty and the practice of, you know, circling with other women who have the same intention, um, is, uh, is a game changer, you know, is a game changer for, for a lot of us who are just going through the motions. And, and I think that, and you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's, I, I think that's, you know, it's just how life works. Sometimes you're just going through the motions. And if you're like me, and like I explained earlier, I had, you know, three jobs, or I was always in two jobs and school full time, or working overtime, or, you know, and just showing up to all the family things I had to be at and showing up for everybody else all the time. I never had a thing that, um, that brought me back to the center that brought me back into presence. Mm -hmm. And so coming, coming to sacred circles, and being among other women who are, are, you know coming in with that same intention of really like digging deep to find out what it is in the core of our essence about what we really need to to you know to just show up to just show up and have like purpose and meaning and passion in our lives instead of just going through the motions so I I think that um, I'm really grateful that you know you that you really brought this to the forefront and that it's the main, obviously Sovereign Sisters Rising has been, has been a huge teacher for me <laughs> around, our, and it's not the same for everyone. That's the other thing too, to be sovereign is, is not the same for every single person. That's exactly it. It's, it's a unique um, recipe, um, right? Like it's a unique recipe. It's a unique, uh, um, just all different things that come together that, that, you know, open up that that light mm. beautiful thank you yeah absolutely I mean you know with sovereignty and this essence you know women have been silenced for centuries we have been killed we have been suppressed we have you know our uterus like our rights to our own uterus have been taken away you know it, it with what's happening currently you know it's it's this pattern that must end and we have been disempowered for far too long and one of the ways we've been disempowered is how we've been disconnected from our bodies and our bodies are such a portal to our power and to our sovereignty and if we're not embodied we can't be in our leadership we can't be in our potential we can't be in our aliveness and so you know healing that connection with self on all those levels physical spiritual emotional calling all parts of ourselves back home all of that is possible in sacred circle right you know that's not really work that we can do by ourselves we can in some sense but that's something that requires that support that witnessing that deep holding to be able to do what needs to be done 
to become the women that we're capable of being, you know? And from that deep place of integrity and clarity and intention, and to be able to create and manifest what we're here to birth into the world, our great masterpiece as our lives. So thank you for that and catalyzing that. And speaking of that, you know, loneliness, what would you say to a sister out there listening? who is feeling disconnected and like she has to do it all on her own and power through. And what, what would you say to her? Hmm. Well, <sighs> so if I were sitting, if I were sitting with someone right in front of me, right in this very moment yeah. and, you know, and, and witnessing that, that feeling, you know, I would, I would just honor that of course, like, you know, it's, it's a real, thing that we, you know, it's just kind of like innate, um, with the way some of us have grown up and, you know, and I would just probably give her a really big hug <laughs> and say like, I hear you and I see you. And at the same time, just, you know, just reassure, you know, reassure them and anybody who's listening right now might be feeling that way, like reassure you that you can trust that, that you're not alone and that there are places that, you know, there are women who are here, who are, who are showing up and who are, the total intention is to hold space um, for you to feel comfortable coming forward and saying, I need, I, I, need, I need some help, or I need to vent, or I need to get this off my chest, or I need some brainstorming, um, any of those things. And I, and I encourage people very often, like anytime you, you need an ear, I'm here to listen and you can tell me if you want advice or you can tell me if you don't want advice, but I'm here to hold space for you and to, for you to know that, that you're not alone. And even though it feels like that sometimes, and even though like our ego and our schedules and, and the world can tell us something totally different, like you're alone, you got to do it alone. Um, you know, just to, to, to put that to the side, to like stick a little crowbar in there and say like, that's not, that's not the truth. Mm. And, and, you know, and I know that there's others out there and, you know, and I'll say right now, if you're listening right now in, in sister hive in, you know, uh, we're here, we're here there I, there's and there are many sisters who are out there to, to say like, we've got you and we, and you do not have to do it alone. Mm. There's power. There's power in just intention. It doesn't have to even be someone right by your side hooking arms with you. It's just intention that, like, that we're holding space for anyone who's feeling that way to know that they're not alone. Like, in every time we do something like this, and every time we have a conversation, every time we gather in circle, every time we do a full moon ritual, that space is there for you to come if you want to. Don't if you don't want to, but know that you're that you're being held in that space and you're not alone. Mm, beautiful. Thank you, sister. Yes, that is so true. And, you know, in all the sacred circles we hold, even though we come together in person and virtually for our sacred circles, we're creating a field where everyone is held all the time, even when we're not together. You know, we truly are weaving and connecting a constellation of star beings around the globe in all the work that Vanessa and I are holding space for. And, you know, that is how we're going to be able to have that sustainable sparkle, you know, and to do it in a shameless way and to be able to truly show up in our fullness is by leaning in to this profound web because the illusion of separateness is the greatest lie that there ever was.
that is truly holding us back at a profound level. And it's time to really do away with that illusion of separateness and to come back and to remember that we are intimately connected in the web of all life at all times, in the seen realm, in the unseen realm, you know, on so many levels. And so that's one of the greatest healings for me that Sacred Circles has brought. It's just that profound knowing that we aren't alone, both in the seen and the unseen realms. So thank you for that, sister. And I have one more question for you for our podcast today. So what do you feel is the most important thing that we can do as women to help us step into our full power and sovereignty and shameless sparkle at this most powerful time in human history right now? And I might already know the answer, but in case, giving some space for anything else that might want to come through, any other transmissions that you feel you want to share with all of our beloveds listening in today. Um, I'm curious to know what you thought, what you think it is. Um, and hopefully I say it, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, I think the most important thing, and I think what has been the most, um, powerful, um, catalyst for me is, uh, knowing those things that bring me back, that bring me back to myself, bring me back into my sovereignty. And a lot of it has to do with the slowing down piece. Mm -hmm. It's like taking the pause, taking a deep breath, making a phone call to a friend, taking, taking a walk out in nature. Um, you know, whenever that overwhelm, you know, cause you know, I might be in sacred circle every week. I might be doing all this work, but I still get overwhelmed. We, we all do. And it's just, it's just having that, that automatic kind of reminder, just like, okay, I'm going to take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just step outside and take a walk around the block. Um, I, I just think that that little reminder to slow down, to take a pause, to come into presence and just to know that if you, if you slow down for just a moment, it's not going to, it's, it, it's not going to break everything down. In fact, it's going to give you strength and maybe whatever it is that you need to keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. Um, and also might provide some, you know, just, just taking a deep breath, just taking five minutes outside of your current environment might open up a window or a door to a solution that might not have been so clear to you before. So I really think that the, that the most important thing is, um, taking a pause, taking a deep breath and also finding places where, um, where all of that stuff can be encouraged and, and you feel safe doing it. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Isn't that the beauty of walking the spiritual path with practical feet, the essence of it, taking that pause to really tune within. Let's take a moment together right now to slow down and just take a deep breath together. Mm. And with that, beloveds, we invite you to continue to journey with slowing down to feel more and see what it brings into your life. 
<laughs> and I'm so grateful for you, Vanessa, for joining us today on the podcast, sister. And we actually have a free four-part video series that's going to be coming out soon that we can't wait to share with you with lots more goodness if you enjoyed this. So be sure to get on the list to be the first to receive it over at www.laneylovedolby.com. And that'll be below the podcast too, so you can easily find it. So we'll see you next time, beloveds. Bye for now. Thanks so much for joining us for the show today, beloved. If you want to hear more from our guest today, join us in Sister Hive, where you'll receive a masterclass from her and so much more. And remember, trillions of years of evolution and revolution led to you. It's time to remember who you truly are and why you're here at this most powerful time in human history. It's time to allow your full spiritual magnificence and the raw truth of who you are to come forth. It's time to be lit up and turned on and blazing true because the world needs your unique soul sparkle now more than ever. So remember, Someone out there needs you. Are you willing to finally come out of hiding and live your life so that they can find you? I'll leave you with that question for now, beloved, and I'll see you next time. Bye for now. If you enjoyed the show today, please share it with your beloveds. And come on over to LaineyLoveDolby.com where you'll receive a free Soul Sparkle starter kit so you can begin your own journey to ignite your revolutionary potential today.